Welcome to the True Girl Momcast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a lot, and have biblical conversation about raising daughters because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. I'm one of your hosts, Janet Mylan. I'll be joined momentarily by Dana Gresh and Shani McKenzie, my dear friends. Today, Shani shares how to overcome holiday stress by running towards hope. Also, you'll hear how Christmas music almost ruined Dana's vacation. Shani will give her best dolphin impersonation. Yep, you heard that right, a dolphin impersonation. And I realized that scenic postcards were not actually full of lies and deception. Don't worry, it'll all make sense soon. Let's dive in. Hey guys. Hey. I'm just wondering, so I'm, <laughs> I'm 48 hours back from my Caribbean vacation. And what do you think of my savage tan? Oh, it's beautiful. I hardly recognized <laughs> you. <laughs> it's like, Shani, who is she's this? Like, exactly. We're <laughs> similar? Yeah. yeah. No. Blondes don't tan. But can you see how much lighter my hair is? Oh, yeah. yeah. My mm-hmm. hair tans. Told you that would I don't happen. know what it is. But yeah. Beach just hair. Like that. Yeah, I get beach hair pretty quickly. But here's the thing. This is the first time I've really vacationed in the Caribbean at this time of year. And so picture me standing there looking at the clear blue water. You can see all the way down. You can see the fish, the turtles. There's palm trees. Beautiful. And and suddenly I hear, it's beginning to look a lot like, like Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> oh. I am telling you, it did not work with my brain. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, they don't go together. It doesn't <laughs> not, work. At least not for us. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I rejected it Christmas. with every spirit of my being. <laughs> but then, of course, I came home and we got three inches of snow the first day back. Oh, right. Now it feels like Christmas. Right. Welcome back. Yeah. So did you enjoy your vacation or did that uh, ruin the whole thing for you? Oh, no, it didn't. I had one of the most exhilarating experiences ever. Guys, awesome. I swam with sea turtles, green sea turtles, like wild ones, not in like a park or anything. Like we found these green sea turtles. There was a fisherman gutting his fish and they were coming up onto the dock and right off the dock, there they are. Bob and I swam with them for like 40 minutes. That's awesome. Exhilarating. At one point I stuck my head up above the water and two feet in front of me is a pelican looking straight at me. (laughs) Get away from my turtles. Pelicans creep me out though. (laughs) Those pelicans, I'm always like, what is your purpose? Yeah. Yeah. There's always like a side eye with a pelican. Do you guys have any like exhilarating vacation memories? Yeah. um, Well, first of all, as the day of this recording, tomorrow I leave for a vacation to Florida for a few days. But um, Dana, you were there for one of my most exhilarating vacation experiences. We were in the Dominican Republic for a ministry thing, but it was also vacation time too. And I had never seen Caribbean water before. I'd only seen pictures of this blue water. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I guess all my life, I thought it's not really that blue. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not because I'd only been to like Ocean City, Maryland, or you know, <laughs> the Black places Sea. Places with ocean in the name, yeah, not just blue. places that are like you know, kind of brown. And mm-hmm. so when I, I remember I, we got out of the van, our friend's house backed up to the water. It was like right there, and I looked out and I was like, "It's actually this color." I had mm-hmm. no clue, and I just ran right into it, just yelling and screaming and I jumping remember. up and down. I remember you were a wild woman. It was a fun That's sight to awesome. see. I was just like, "What is making it this blue?" <laughs> Why, is why it can like, I see the fish? Why, why is it like I this in Wildwood, New Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> mm. I wonder. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yes, the the DR is actually where I had my exhilarating experience as mm, well. Now, do tell. I mean, you guys just came back from vacation and you're about to go on vacation, but I am from the Caribbean. Thank mm. you. So, you know, when I'd go visit my family, it wasn't like I'd do excursions or anything. So when we went on our honeymoon... About 20 years ago, we went to Punta Cana mm-hmm. and we did the excursion where you swim with the dolphins. Oh, oh and wow. it was amazing. 
except for the fact that <laughs> my dolphin, I guess I grabbed its fins too hard and it said, kick, 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 kick. <laughs> it came back at the end for the picture, but <laughs> it still was an awesome experience. Oh. Wait, could, you, could you tell me what that dolphin said again? <laughs> Were you supposed to grab onto the dolphin? You are. Yeah. You're supposed to grab oh. on, but I think my like nails like went into. I don't know. It was like, no, I'm not. I'm not taking this one anywhere. It's like, well, it just took me my life vest just floating along. <laughs> no dancing with dolphins today. Do you right. say Caribbean or Caribbean? That's Caribbean. Like, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Is that proper? Is that how I have no said? idea. That's mm. the funny thing. I don't know how you're supposed to say that, but Caribbean. Caribbean. I so think say, Caribbean is correct. Mm-hmm. You say Pirates of the Caribbean, not Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. But mm. funny story, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one and the third one would fill, were filmed where my dad's from. No, you just said Caribbean. Caribbean. You just said Caribbean. Well, that's because they say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I say Caribbean. They say Caribbean. You have to be all things to all people. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I just want to win one. <laughs> just like Apostle Paul. <laughs> just like the Apostle Paul. Can I win How one would or the Apostle Paul say Caribbean? Caribbean. <laughs> Caribbean. Always. He would say it always. Now I'm going to think about that all the time. <laughs> mm. Well, speaking of vacation, mm. vacation is an escape from stress yeah. right <laughs> for a lot of us sometimes it's just a, a mental break or just mm-hmm. working on a relationship or whatever it might be mm-hmm. shani i think your scripture snack for today is going to talk to us a little bit about that managing mm-hmm. stress without having to necessarily go and scare dolphins oh yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully right <laughs> well yeah we're i mean we're heading into the first week of advent right and we're starting to prepare. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus, mm-hmm. hopefully. <laughs> and there's excitement. There's anticipation. Oh, the joy. And oh, the stress. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I am not a planner. <laughs> I have become one because my husband and I have three children in our lives. They're not always conducive to spontaneous <laughs> living, right? So it, it helps to know what we plan to eat for dinner or where we want a vacation each year. But one would think that planning and preparation should remove a lot of that stress. Um, But for me, it adds stress because I am not a planner. I don't know if I mentioned that. (laughs) You don't find joy in planning. (laughs) No. And some people do. And that is great. But for me, it adds stress. Mm -hmm. So like during the Christmas season, that stress, it rears its ugly head. It exacerbates Mm -hmm. it. Right. And um, there's some stats that I found, Dana. Wink, wink. We know you love a good stat once Mm -hmm. again. And I found that it confirmed that not only was I feeling like this, other people (laughs) feel like this during the holidays (laughs) as well. I had to find stats to prove that. (laughs) The Mott Children's Hospital performed a study in 2021. And here are some of the common holiday stressors for parents. Side note. Twice as many moms reported these at higher levels than dads. Mm, Of course they did. Yeah. Yeah. No, no surprise (laughs) there. So some of the stressors were extra shopping and holiday tasks. 31% of parents reported that as a stressor. Mm. Household finances, 29%. Keeping the family healthy, Hmm. 30% of people found stress in that. Planning for family gatherings, 23%. I'm surprised that number is actually so low because I would think that would be higher, right? Mm -hmm. Making special holiday meals, 22%. And then this is an interesting one. Criticism from family members about holiday plans. 14% of people reported that as a stressor. (laughs) But do you know what else the study found? Mm -mm. One in five parents say that their stress level negatively affects their child's enjoyment of the holidays. Mm -hmm. Sure. Does that that sound about right? right? Uh, Just 
That makes they me a little it. sad, actually. Because yeah. I, 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 my husband says I'm a little bit of a Scrooge. Mm. Because I feel like Christmas is a part-time job that I don't have time for. Mm. Wow. Between all the stuff. And huh. he loves the shopping. He loves the decorating. He? he loves all the stuff. And I'm like, I still have a real job. <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah, how did I get do? voted to host Thanksgiving this uh, year? You know, that, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I totally mm-hmm. get it. I, mm-hmm. I I have to work. And hopefully you can help me get started on this today, well, Shannon. I hope so. To make my heart focus on the right things yep. and approach those tasks with the right balance and the right attitude. And that's that's the part. That's really what we're going to talk about today. And we talked mm-hmm. about that a little bit in our last episode in terms of how a mom especially can affect you know, the atmosphere in her home. Mm-hmm. You can change the atmosphere for the best or the not so best, right? Um, we talked about that for No Grumble November. And when we're stressed, our kids feel it. And it can say to them, hey, this is the way to react to things. Um, and we don't want to do that. So as much as I love Christmas, I love celebrating Jesus' birth, the festiveness of life, the hymns, the carols, et cetera, et cetera, I simultaneously find myself dreading the season. And because I have so much to plan for, like you were just saying, Dana, and when to put the tree up, how to decorate, when to when to shop, <laughs> who to shop for. And the list doesn't seem to end. And I find myself saying the same thing every year. Stress and commercialism will not take precedence this season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they end up just being like wonderful words. And why does it feel like I still get wrapped up in the hustle and bustle of everything? And we know we should be doing, you know, things in a in a festive manner and we should have a good heart about it. But it's not always easy to pivot. So how do we refocus during the season? Mm -hmm. So my answer might surprise you, but here it is. You become like a shepherd. This this may be a little off track, Mm -hmm. but did you guys ever listen to like parodies of Christmas songs where they just change the words a little bit? Okay, Mm -hmm. so listen, the Grushes are like... That that is our Christmas music. Oh, <laughs> the parodies, <laughs> the parodies. Note to self. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On Black Friday, we listen yeah. to all of them. <laughs> right. I I was just thinking when you said shepherd about that. While shepherds watch their flocks by night, mm-hmm. and we say while shepherds wash their socks by night. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> which, Janet. You know. Let, let's go with that. I don't think they wore socks, which is <laughs> not the only reason that's funny. <laughs> So shepherds, you know, um, <laughs> sure, <laughs> Janet. That that is a little off track, but shepherds, we're gonna keep that, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I know it sounds way off, just even saying shepherds can help us with this, this whole <laughs> yeah. Change our attitude. I'm waiting thing. to hear what shepherds how okay. they're gonna help me. Okay. I, I hope they do. Wait in anticipation, <laughs> Janet. Can you read Luke two eight through twelve and uh, sixteen to seventeen, please? Sure. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. Thank you. So when Jesus was born, the shepherds' plans were interrupted Mm. with hope. Hmm. Hmm. Can you imagine it? So you're a shepherd just looking after your sheep one night, and suddenly an angel (laughs) is standing in front of you, shining like the brightest light you've ever seen. And the angel tells you 
not to be afraid, (laughs) but to instead be joyful because the hope of the world, your savior is here. So let me give you a little bit of a background here. Shepherds at that time, they were diligent workers. They spent most of their days and nights wrangling stray sheep, right? But shepherding during that time was considered a lowly and honestly an ostracizing job. Mm. Because of the need to work on the Sabbath, shepherds were not received well in religious circles. So even though the very sheep they tended to were the ones that would eventually be part of the rabbinic sacrifice, they were somewhat shunned. However, none of this stopped them from longing and hoping for a savior. So what do you think you would have done if angels appeared to you in the middle of the night while you were working to tell you your hope was here? Yeah, you would have probably run as fast as you could to see what they were talking about. I know I would have. Like, And that's exactly what those shepherds did. They ran to their hope. Romans 15, 13 says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. See, they not only ran to find baby Jesus, but the Bible says in Luke 2, 20, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as the angel had told them. So mamas, I want to encourage you to do three things during this time of year when you can be stressed, when we can sometimes forget the reason for the season, not intentionally, of course, but Mm -hmm. it can happen. Get into the hustle and bustle of everything. One mom, run to your hope like the shepherds did. They had been waiting for a savior for centuries and they wasted no time finding their hope when the opportunity presented itself. Our savior is here. (laughs) Mm. He's here. We can run to our hope. Mm -hmm. Moms, the second thing you can do is praise and glorify the Lord, whether it's through your tradition or just setting aside time to have a family altar, a time of prayer or worship. And I, I know sometimes trying to get that stuff scheduled and you know, like there are things going on. What my family does on Christmas day, we traditionally serve somewhere before we open gifts so we can recenter ourselves and honor the gift of Jesus. Who's a, and like Jesus was the epitome of service, right? So it's all well and good. We tell our kids, Jesus is the reason for the season. It's not about the gifts. And um, so we actually just do that on Christmas day. Cause wow. sometimes leading up to that day, it's, it's hard to get things in, right. but just to refocus and recenter before we touch a gift, this is what we're going to go out I and do. I love that. Um, and we spread the thrill. Hmm. Spread the thrill. Spread the thrill. Hmm. The thrill of hope is contagious. Hmm. The shepherds told people, and it says that the people were astonished. And of course, we know that word spread, right? And Romans 15, 13 says, you spread the thrill and you'll overflow with his hope. Hmm. You'll have more than enough to share. Wow. Hmm. That's good. So moms, again, we're going to run to our hope this season. And we're going to praise and glorify the Lord, the King of Kings, the Jesus that this season is about. And last but not least, we're going to spread that thrill. Mm, I love that. I love that. You know what? (laughs) First of all, I want to say, Shani, that I feel like you do spread the thrill. Like you just, you just, it, 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 it just, 
bubbles out of you when I'm near you. I feel not only the energy of your presence, but the thrill of the presence of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. yeah. when you're Thank around. You. So like, sure. it's, that's a message Thank from you. the authentic piece of your life. But mm-hmm. I got to tell you, when you're saying this, mom, run to your hope. That is like a straight message from the Holy Spirit from my heart today. Because yeah. I woke yeah. up today and I thought, wow, I feel really empty. I just went on vacation. Mm-hmm. And one of my spiritual advisors said, don't work at all. And I'm like, define that for me. They're like, <laughs> rest, read fiction, swim in the water, look at the sun. Don't do anything that's workspace, even in your faith practice. I opened my Bible a few times. Um, I'm reading a book um, on Proverbs 31 that Janet recommended to me that's just, but it's, you know, I just read a few pages every day out by the water. But now I'm entering into this holiday season with a thirst for the filling of the hope of Jesus Christ. And I needed to hear that so much this morning, Shani. And I I bet there are other moms who need to hear that too. We've got to declutter our schedule, Mm -hmm. walk away from the shopping list, put that (laughs) running to the hope of Jesus Christ first in the day, and then do that other stuff. Yeah. So, of course, my perspective is a little different since I just came from vacation. But, Mm -hmm. Shani, your perspective, you've been here. And you're not getting to go on vacation tomorrow, (laughs) Janet. Sorry. But are you you finding it easier for you to put these steps into practice this holiday season? Well, it's actually funny that you asked me that. I was in Walmart last week, literally last week, and I didn't feel half of the overwhelming pull I usually do to try to get all the things Mm. and impulse buy because that impulse buy section is actually for me. You should stay away from the end caps. Oh my goodness. Dollar spot (laughs) or target. I'm like, oh, I need that. The little bulldog (laughs) sucks you in every time. (laughs) I try to do well. I try. Bob always says to me, it's not on sale if you don't need it. Right. (laughs) That's actually good. Like you have your list and you're like, oh wait, I forgot to even look at that until I left. (laughs) Andy will say like, Janet, just if you buy it because it's on sale, it doesn't mean you actually saved money. No. Like I'm I'm saving money because I bought it because it's on sale. He's like, that's not the lot. That's not Logical. It sounds like he and Bob have been comparing yeah, notes. Well, potato, potato, whatever. I say. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just didn't feel it. And it actually gave me an opportunity. I had my kids with me and I was able to chat with my son. Um, and we were walking by like the tempting items. And I was like, Judah, like, how would you describe what Christmas is about? And it helped us both stay focused because, you know, like he saw the thing. He was like, oh, yeah, I want that, you know, because they're making their little lists. He's like, I want that. And I want that. And it's like, okay, you know, well, let's refocus this. Like, what what do you think Christmas is about? Like, what do you remember <laughs> about Christmas? And and then it it kind of distracts us in a good way. It keeps us focused. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel that pull I normally feel. And I said, oh, okay, this mm-hmm. is possible. It's beautiful. <laughs> Love it. It sounds like when as you're running to your hope, you're also taking your child's face and kind of turning their mm-hmm. face towards hope too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. as you run, you're like, hey, let's all look over here and kind of directing yeah. all of our kids so that they are reminded. Do as I do. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. I, I mean, the words come out, like I said, every year, this is not about commercialism. You see all those things. on. T- it's not about what, listen, Jesus didn't get a PlayStation. It wasn't about that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it's like, he you know. He did get frankincense, myrrh, and gold. Yeah, I mean, his stuff was a little bit higher quality, but also useful later on in life. <laughs> oh, my word. So, you know, you don't want to, like, suck the, the fun out of it as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I just want to make sure that I'm focused so that I can help. Yeah. Help yeah. them focus I love that. on what the 
so good of the season yeah. is. I love that you guys serve before you open presents, That's but so I know I will cool. never, we'll never do that. <laughs> Just yeah. what we do. And it's not for everybody. Our family, we do the lineup on the stairs thing yeah. and you can't, actually we used to do that. You had to wait until we're ready and everything's set out and the kids had to wait on the steps and they couldn't come mm-hmm. out at all until, mm-hmm. because that's, that's how I grew up. That's what yeah, we did. You yeah. didn't come until mom and dad said we're ready. But I realized that one of the kids around me while I'm preparing stuff and, mm-hmm. and so then we changed that tradition. But mm-hmm. but maybe we'll serve some year. <laughs> we ha- <laughs> we have, our tradition. I have a friend, one of our good friends, Donna, her kids get three gifts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they are remembering that mm-hmm. Jesus got three gifts. And I've always thought that's so cool. Like it We're takes away some year. of that. Are, are you? you? Yeah. Isn't that the coolest thing? We're doing thing? like too small and a big or too big and a small. Yeah. Like, you know, they'll have other things on there that, you know, can I they can do three big send to people. They can do three big. <laughs> they can do three big. They can say whatever they right. want. <laughs> yeah. You just okay. want to have a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> For three years. But it's, right. but it's just a cool way of yeah. like bringing the commercialism into alignment mm-hmm. with what the scripture story says. Jesus got three gifts. Yeah. So you're going to get three gifts. Mm-hmm. I-, I love that. Um, Something new Bob and I are doing this year is we're getting... The twins are now three and a half years old, our grandbabies, and we're going to mm-hmm. read the Christmas story in the barn oh. with the donkey and oh, the sheep. They're going to love <laughs> that. So, I mean, just find creative ways that you can run to the hope with your family, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We definitely don't do the three gift thing either. I, mm-hmm. I One of my love languages is gift giving. So oh, creating yeah. a party atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So we have tons of presents mm-hmm. and things. It's just, I've tried to change. I'm like, I just can't. I just that's, can't do that's it. That's just not too. what we do. Yeah. Bob just, is like, he loves, he's us. like in October, he's like, I got to start Christmas shopping uh-huh. and I'm like, the budget. <laughs> if if no, gift earlier you the start, the more you're going to spend. Yep. I'm like, if gift opening doesn't take three mm-hmm. or four hours, we haven't done it right. Yep. Yeah. This is Bob. <laughs> that's, this, that's usually us. It's like stations. Okay. You yeah. go. Okay. You go. Like yeah. we're, I'm like, okay, let's just try yeah. something different this year. Yeah. So. I can't wait to hear how that goes. We do have one tradition, though, that seems to be just happening every year. We usually have at least one person who's not in our family join us Christmas morning. Oh, that's awesome. One time, Lucy, my oldest, met these two Jehovah's Witnesses on the street the day before um, Christmas, Christmas Eve day. And actually, they might have been Mormons. I don't remember. But either way, they're out in the street, you know, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And she invited them to spend Christmas morning with us. And they came. It's they so cool actually that came. she knows that's how your family right, rolls. Right, that's just so what we do. So she just didn't have any hesitation to invite yeah. them. So I've always yeah. known that about you because I've seen like on your social media and stuff, pictures of you on Christmas morning mm-hmm. and I'm always like, who's that person? Yeah. <laughs> and that's just amazing. Yeah. Last year we had you. two um, like older people she met in the coffee shop she worked at. They came mm-hmm. and joined us for Christmas morning and so got wonderful. them presents. And it, that's something we do that... Mm. Yeah, you know, there's something we do that's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I love it. She's like, oh, we do have one tradition. <laughs> we open up our home on you Christmas know, Day to strangers. Yeah, that's that's something. <laughs> Romans Romans fifteen thirteen is our family verse, actually. Mm. So I don't know. If, I don't know if my kids really realize that, but Andy and I do. We pray it out often. Andy mm. was struck by that scripture years ago, and we just keep coming back to it. So I love that we're talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, you know, secondly, I'm a little bit nervous stepping into this holiday season because I typically I just don't get super stressed during Christmas season or the mm. holiday season. It just I just don't operate that way. And it's all just a fun party to me. And mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I let things just go and I'm fine. But this is the first time I've been working full time in the midst of the Christmas mm. season. Mm-hmm. So I'm really one thing I did to be proactive in that is like 
you know, last month I had an opportunity to add some things to Christmas, to the December month in my schedule. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, because I was like just anticipating, I'm going to want that time. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to need to do that differently. And so, um, yeah, so I'm curious to see how it goes. I'm hoping I can still like let go and relax, even though I won't have the time I typically would have mm-hmm. to prepare. Um, so I don't know for, for working full-time yeah. working moms, it's, yeah. different the and for stay at home moms is different like everyone has their different reasons for stressing about yeah. it but typically i don't mm-hmm. get stressed over the holidays about yeah about it all that's really cool it's wonderful hopefully together the three of us are going to run to the thrill of hope yeah and we're challenging you to do the same thing um mm. and the cool thing is throughout scripture you see that traditions really are a kind of glue mm-hmm. to our faith mm-hmm. god's idea was traditions because yeah. he's like the one that said hey have a festival every this mm-hmm. and have a do eat this food every this festival yep. and remember, like all that stuff this to, is yep. his thing mm-hmm. so um infuse that into your holiday season yep. those things are ways that you can run to the thrill of hope yeah and still be in you don't have to like be in your prayer closet to run yeah. to the thrill of hope. You can mm-hmm. do it as a part of all the fun that you're having. And Janet, you know what? Mm-hmm. We are going to have some fun with you this Christmas season. So it doesn't have to just happen at home. <laughs> we are going to have, you yes, can be the official fun planner oh, of yeah. Christmas joy at work. Well, that's already planned. We're having yeah. a week of Christmas spirit. We're calling it Christmas spirit week, the week mm-hmm. before Christmas, when mm-hmm. we all go on our Christmas break. And I've got plans <laughs> and I've got plans for a Christmas, a gift exchange that's like no other. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, thank I'm excited you. and nervous at the same thank time. Thank you. I accept the challenge. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> I yes, please. <laughs> Which is a horrible thing to say, oh, right. given the circumstances. Uh, circumstances. <laughs> That's going to be great. Yeah. I'm excited for Thank that. Thank you, Shani. Thrill of hope. Merry Christmas, everybody. We love yeah. you. Yeah. We pray that you and your daughter would grow closer to each other and to him as you experience the thrill of hope. Do you want your daughter to fall in love with prayer? Well, you, my friend, are not alone. A lot of moms want their daughters to fall in love with prayer. Join us and other moms next month on the True Girl Momcast as we start off the year with prayer, power-packed prayer. Specifically, we're going to talk about teaching our girls how to use the mighty word of God in their prayers. You want to join us. And if your daughter ever says things like, I don't really understand how to pray, or I don't know what to pray, you're going to love this. The theme for our January True Girl subscription box is Power Packed Prayer. The girl's coaching video is going to teach her how to use the snowflake lights that we're going to send in that box to create a cozy prayer corner. Your daughter will look 100% huggable in the cute fluffy earmuffs, and you can sip on the hot cocoa as you both spend time learning how to use God's word to form prayers on your mom-daughter date. And what's a new year without a new calendar? So we've designed the world's cutest wall calendar, it truly is, that not only has animal photos that will have your daughter ooing and eyeing, but it introduces a scripture prayer to focus on for each month. It's actually the focus verse of each subscription box that she'll be getting and the digital months next year in 2023. I can't think of a better way to kick off 2023 than to help our girls learn how to pray God's word. And listen, if you subscribe before December 10th, we will have that box to your house before Christmas Day so she can have it under the Christmas tree. Subscribe at mytruegirl.com slash subscription or at the link in our show notes. Get the power-packed prayer box while supplies last. 
And one more thing, as we approach the end of the year, I want to say thank you to those of you who have donated to the ministry. You have made it possible for us not only to make it through the pandemic, but also get back onto tour this year. But it has been a challenge. And as we go towards the end of the year, we have a goal of raising $450,000. That's going to enable us to end the year healthy and start next year poised to deliver more tools like this. If you're able to, and you want to make a tax-deductible gift before December 31st, we would be so grateful. There's a link in the show notes. Either way, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.